You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, my name is Zeke Robison, and this is Wired. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration's Independent Advisory Committee met Friday to discuss whether booster doses of the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine are safe and effective enough to warrant widespread use. The FDA will then make a formal decision, after which the Centers for Disease Control's Independent Advisory Panel will weigh in. Earlier last week, the FDA released data from Pfizer that examines waning immunity and makes the case for boosters. But so far, the debate over whether boosters are necessary or ethical for the general population has been fraught. The World Health Organization and other vaccine policy experts have criticized the decision to allow third shots for healthy Americans when so many people worldwide have yet to receive their first doses. And earlier last week, an international group of scientists said the move was not necessary, including two FDA employees who recently announced they will leave the agency, at least in part, because they disagree with the push for boosters. Moving on, soon after the White House announced a sweeping new array of COVID-19 policies last week, vaccine mandates chief among them, some states began speaking out in opposition to the national directives. In a letter to President Biden yesterday, 24 attorneys general asked him to walk back his decision to require companies with more than 100 employees to require vaccinations and threatened legal action if he doesn't. Meanwhile, Biden met this week with executives from companies including Disney and Microsoft to talk about his plan to make shots more compulsory. Vaccine mandates are becoming more widespread across the globe, and all signs indicate that they can do a good job of getting people vaccinated. But to have the desired outcome, they have to be done right. As of this week, French health workers were required to have gotten at least their first dose. The 3,000-odd employees who had not were suspended without pay. Unions warned of disruptions to care, but the country's health minister said care hasn't been significantly impacted, and some people have decided to get vaccinated after seeing that the mandate is a reality. And the U.S. hit a grim pandemic milestone last week. Nineteen months after COVID-19 first sent the U.S. into lockdown, one in 500 Americans have died from the disease. Older and non-white Americans make up a disproportionate share of the deaths. On the National Mall in Washington, a new temporary art installation of more than 600,000 white flags bearing personalized messages symbolizes the impact of the pandemic. 
But for all the devastation the pandemic has wrought, there's still so much we don't know about how the disease emerged or where it's heading. Recently, a faulty theory that SARS-CoV-2 was present in Italy long before it was detected in Wuhan has taken hold. Despite the deeply flawed nature of the evidence, and because human behaviors and public health measures have evolved alongside the virus, it's proving hard for disease modelers to reliably predict what will happen next beyond the short term. Want more news you can use? Sign up for the Tech Into newsletter at wired.com tt. So if you ask anyone in the Wired newsroom, what's on your mind? Here's what some of us are thinking about. Big tech. The coronavirus pandemic. Climate change. Disinformation and election security. What policing should look like in the future. This is Get Wired. And I'm your host, Lauren Good. Every story about technology is really a story about people. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Get Wired. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.